0: Welcome to Real Life Moms. I'm your host, Lisa Foster. And Real Life Moms is a podcast where real moms have conversations about real life issues that parents deal with every day. Our mission is to connect moms by talking about these topics and to continue our conversation through our Real Life Moms Facebook group, where we'd love for you to become part of our community. And today we have my friend Kendra Miller to help me discuss the topic of driving, everything from the process of getting their permits all the way to their license, as well as just how to help them navigate this huge independent phase of their life. Hi, Kendra. Welcome to Real Life Moms. Hi, Lisa. Thank you for having me on. Today, we are discussing driving, and I'm really excited about this topic because just yesterday, I was driving with my daughter, and we had an oopsie already. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> your son just took his road test, right? He did. He just took his road test a couple of weeks ago and um. he passed. Oh, good. Uh, I was hoping he would Before this <laughs> yes. conversation. This would be a totally different conversation otherwise. What is the age there that they can get their license?
1: So here in New York, you can get your learner's permit at age 16, which is just the mm-hmm. written test. Then once once you have the permit, you are allowed to drive with somebody who is, you know, Older and has their license and all of that. And if you take driver's ed, which is a certain number of hours of driving instruction mm-hmm. and classroom instruction, then at the at, then once you've had your permit for six months, you can take the actual driving test to get your junior license. Oh
0: wow, it's totally and- different. So that's what he did. So he's- Wait, I just want to clarify because I'm already confused. So <laughs> just FYI, it's very different here. Yeah. Um, so wait, you can get you can get your permit before taking the driving, the, the class? Yes. Is, you oh can my gosh. But it's, oh. no, it's just a written test though. Just the a written test. Just... Right. So you get a book, just a written test. It's very different here. I will tell you after, but yes. And then you take the class. Now is the right. class just classroom learning or do you also get driving- Instruction too, like does someone go out with you? Well, normally <laughs>
1: <laughs> I love Not that. Like, well, wow. this is know, where I am. Well, yeah, it's because of COVID. Okay, of, like it's turned upside down the, uh-huh. the process. Yeah, because I remember when when. I went through it. I was in New York as well, and mm-hmm. the laws haven't changed all that much, I don't think. I took drivers ed over the summer. Normally, mm-hmm. the big high schools in the area offer drivers ed over the summer, and you and your pals take drivers ed over the summer. You pile into a car with the, <laughs> you know, with the shop teacher who doubles yes. as the drivers ed instructor. <laughs> yes. And, you know, you get your driving practice and that's driver's ed. Now with COVID, they were not doing the actual driving portion of driver's ed. Mm -hmm. And somebody, whether it was your, you know, your parent, guardian, or the driving school, had to sign a form to attest to the fact that you had a certain number of hours uh, of actual driving okay. instruction yes. so you know you're kind of it's a little bit more loose in that sense because it's an honor you, system yeah it's, it's an honor an system honor, yeah just, it's kind of like you
0: know every, every kid's like elementary school and like did they read 20 minutes a day and you have to sign this thing right yeah you don't want to send your yes. kid back without reading right <laughs> even right. if you didn't do it you're like oh yeah <laughs> 20 <laughs> right. hours you know whatever it was but this is different because this is like life-threatening right You're like, oh my God, that you have to have, yeah. This is like
1: teenager, large machinery, other people in the
0: area, like. Well, out here, get this, okay? You could be 14 and a half, yes. 14 oh, at barely reaching the steering wheel. <laughs> People, it is scary. Okay. Uh-huh. And you can get, you can start taking the driver's ed. And so drivers, you need to take driver's ed though, before your permit and you're oh. 15, you could be 15 to get your permit. So that's where we are. Um, wow. We're 15. Yes. Very scary. But there was no driving attached to it at all. Like, it's like, Hey, you're in the car. Let's get some 50 hours in. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Right. Exactly. 50 hours, 10 of which have to be night. Oh my God. Have, do you want to go at night <laughs> with your kid? Cause I have to say, I make my husband do that. I'm like, Hey, nine hours. You enjoy driving. <laughs> like I don't even like driving at night myself, let alone being a passenger with my yeah. kids. Jeez. Talk about, let's talk about how it feels to be in the car with a kid just getting their permit or whatever, whenever you stepped in that car. Right. I know I had some feelings about it. I'm wondering how you you felt. Well, I
1: have to say, so my... My son is a different child than my daughter mm-hmm. will be. I felt fairly relaxed Ooh. with my son, actually, nice. which okay. I, is like surprising to hear myself say. And it almost reminds me of when you and I went skydiving and you, you thought <laughs> for sure we would be freaking out in the doorway of this plane. Right? No, like we, somehow, were we were totally relaxed. Even when I think back about it now, I, I wonder how I was not completely freaked out mm-hmm. standing in the doorway of that plane. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I truly was not. And it's a similar situation being in the car with my son for the first few times that when I think back, I wonder, how was I not more nervous and freaked out about this? But I, I was fairly relaxed. And I think it's just because I really do trust him really just that i think i just trusted his ability and plus we were just in the elementary school parking lot there was nobody (laughs) around and i just had a sense of you know this is all we're going to do today and he was a little bit nervous too and i knew that his own nerves would prevent him from doing anything Mm -hmm. stupid like Mm -hmm. he's the kind of kid that when he gets nervous he's going to be more focused and yes. more careful, as opposed to some other kids. Maybe when they're nervous, they fall apart and they can't, right. you know, function. <laughs> That's not my son. And when he felt comfortable to go to the next mm-hmm. level, we would go to the next level. Now he had a couple of, you know, oopsies here and there, but <laughs> you know, <laughs> but- yeah nothing major he he was his own worst critic you know he was able to to critique himself and know what he had done and what he needed to do you know to correct it next he I had signed him up for driving lessons with with a school with an instructor Mm -hmm. one-on-one because they were starting to do that I wanted him to get it because I am not a professional driver and I don't know exactly what they would take points on Mm -hmm. or off when he takes the test and the driving school people know that so i wanted him to have that experience with somebody who could kind of teach him to the test so to speak
0: well and it's so important because i realize like i i think we drive and we just do it right it's not that we are knowing all the rules anymore you know i don't know my daughter would be like where does like because she's stopping so far back that you Mm -hmm. can't even see if their car is coming (laughs) you know like (laughs) like, why are all the I mean, granted, that's where the stop sign is, but there's a tree and something else. Like, can you see when you look both ways? You're seeing the tree and (laughs) and the house, but you don't see any cars coming because you can't see. Don't do that stuff, right? So, yeah, I agree that it's, there are definitely test rules and then there's like real driving and I do find myself saying I was like I don't think you could do this on the test but you know in the real world (laughs) I don't know is good and and that and it brings me to the point is I don't think I should be teaching my daughter how to drive (laughs) because I find myself doing that all the time yeah giving like other alternatives or for me I think yes I trust my daughter I do and she is also very cautious and the reason I really want driving is because I trust her more than anyone else right if she's gonna get in a car I'd rather it be you know her driving but with that said you know it is scary I, you know my husband took my daughter out early early I went right on the road phase and and oh my god I don't know if it's that I sit in the passenger seat that often I didn't realize how close the other cars that are parked on the side are. because <laughs> so mm-hmm. I could be like, the whole time I'm like, move over, move over. Move over. <laughs> but she's like, I think I'm in the middle of the road, you know? And she was right. She was in the middle of the road, but I'm also like, I <laughs> So close to this car. So that was one. I just felt like that was really hard. So I think I was a little anxious. Um, and then you don't want to make them. That's right. Of course, that's right. Like awful, right? And so that, <laughs> right. that I, did, I did not do a good job of doing that. And then the other thing is, you know, there is no control, right? You no longer there's no there's the pretend break that you have on your side. Mm-hmm. There's no control. So what I ended up doing is like word vomit, you know, the only the only control I had was like to tell her what to do right that's how I'm trying to take control like uh-huh. okay there's a great like I'm navigating <laughs> the whole scene there's a red <laughs> light coming up so let's slow down yeah. you know like <laughs> and it wasn't and it actually was not good either just for people out there I mean maybe in the beginning it's what I needed to do for my own sanity but- <laughs> right but not for hers, because now she's like well, now I feel like I need you to talk me through as I'm driving. You know, oh. like I'm so used to the verbal commands. Yeah. And so now I have to be like to have control. So I'm kind of now like quiet. And then I go, what are you going to do at the red light? <laughs> you know make it more of a question so she yeah. has like you know and what are you thinking now you know and things right. like that but I am finally I think our last drive i finally got to the phase where i really was quiet and felt relaxed but I mean we're mm-hmm. talking lots of, of going out it, it was really hard for me and I think it's it's more it's a me it's not it's not her she's good it's just me but um so anyway yeah so i i think I'm still a little
1: on edge and I'm hoping to get to where you are well we did have our moments i can't i mean it was it was mostly special smooth. But we definitely had our moments where, you know, like you said, it is a definitely a different perspective in the passenger seat than the driver's seat. And, Mm -hmm. you know, yeah, there were times when I knew that if if I were driving, I would be totally in control and I would feel fine. But being in the passenger seat, it did feel sometimes it it seemed like we were moving too fast or too close Mm -hmm. to something else, you know, and I had to keep reminding myself. That if I were actually driving, what he was doing would be perfectly fine in perspective I had from mm-hmm. the passenger seat. But there were a few times when you know, like if he was too close to the curb or something, and then I would get really nervous, like "Oh my God, we're about to jump the curb here!" or you know. So I'd have to just kind of gently say, "You know, you should just scoochie to the left a little <laughs> bit," <laughs> you know, like very calmly. Like
0: it just seems, yeah, that that no control is for me yeah.
1: difficult, yeah. And there were a few times when I, like, when we first started going onto the more main roads in the very beginning, mm-hmm. I did have those fleeting thoughts of, oh my God what if a dog jumps out into the road like right now like you said there's you don't have any control and it's not like I'm it's not like I'm gonna grab the wheel and you know anything like that so it's also interesting so out there you have to have some amount of driving school instruction we don't really have to have any and (laughs) my son was being a little resistant about it because by then he thought you know why do we need to get in a car with a a stranger when, you know, I already know what I'm doing with you. And you, you can teach mm-hmm. me everything, you know, how to drive. And I said, Yeah, I, I, I drive, but I'm kind of on autopilot when I drive, meaning I, I don't, I don't know the last time I read the rule book, And it's just some of it is just really automatic for me. So I don't know some of the questions that you might have, or some of the things specific to the task. And I said, you know, it's kind of like, I can speak English, and I do it automatically, but I'm not going to teach English, you know, mm-hmm. I can't teach it, but I know it. And it's the same thing with the Mm -hmm. And so I think the having the instruction help and actually he didn't even get to finish. It was like a, a package of lessons and he didn't get to finish the lessons before he actually took the test because we had to reschedule some of them. And so he just actually took his last one a week ago and it was after he passed, but they took him on the highway for an hour we hadn't done much of so I think that was helpful too because he was literally on the highway for an hour like on and off exits and and the ramps and things like that so that was helpful too because we had only done that a very little bit that petrifies me just yeah
0: i would like the instructor to work on that or go really really early in the morning when no one (laughs) no one's up yet (laughs) i think are my two options well you got to start somewhere you got to start somewhere yeah (laughs) because that that is scary that whole merging and oh and in new york it's even worse colorado i mean there are it's not as bad at all, but yeah. in New York, it's not easy. Yeah. But that, that also brings another point. Like you you had mentioned like uh, different scenarios and things like that. When they have their permit and they're driving with you, it's like the only teaching time, right? Once they get their license, and you can tell me about this because your son now has his license, but um, my feeling is like, they it's not like they want to have my advice anymore or get in a car with me and drive, you know? <laughs> right? Yeah. It's like over. They've got their license of their own drivers now. You know, the other day it was pouring out here, and normally I'd be like, "Oh, I'll drive. You shouldn't drive when the rain." But when are they going to learn their license? So there we were driving in the pouring rain, and she was actually very calm. <laughs> she more <were> calm. <laughs> she was totally calm. Actually, I yeah. was like, "You seem really good. I'm a little bit of a mess, but you seem fine." She's like, "Yeah, I feel fine." And totally, I was like, "Okay, great." Yeah. But you know what I'm saying? Like the snow, the Ice, the things that are harder to drive in actually almost want those scenarios for them while they're still learning and someone's there.
1: Definitely, because it can be because they don't know what they don't know. And yeah. so it can be scary for them if they're doing it by themselves for the first time and mm-hmm. they think they're okay. But then, you know, one little patch of ice or something, if they kind of lose control, it mm-hmm. that would be a really scary feeling to have by yourself. And I think yeah. that would be really rattling. So. Yeah, we haven't mm-hmm. really had that yet because we've only, we're have we only just really getting into now like the colder, more wintry weather, mm-hmm. although it did make him drive in the rain a few times. So yeah. he, he's driven in one night it was kind of a, it was dark and it was a downpour and oh wow he happened to be and so i said well you know you have an opportunity to to try it you know you can skip it because it's pouring rain but at the mm-hmm. same time it's probably a good opportunity to practice it and so he did and he was and again it's cuz i i trust him so i didn't think he was going to be panicky or anything and and even if he if he was, he would mm-hmm. be okay. Better for him to have that practice with me in the car than yeah. to be first experiencing that by himself. He got his license and he thought for sure he was going to be driving all over the place because I work from home now, so the car just sits in the garage. And so he thought he's going to just drive to school and he can drive his sister to school and he's going to you know drive all around and you know whatever. And when the time actually came, He realized he didn't necessarily want to do that. So he would drive to school and then I would take the car home Hmm. and he would take the bus home or he'd get a ride home or or whatever. Um, Because he was still a little nervous about navigating the school parking lot with all the kids and the buses and just the Mm -hmm. dynamics of that. We hadn't really practiced necessarily for him to get his you know, his license. But then the other issue that came up was like, even just today, they're on break. And he was saying, Oh, you know, the boys are getting together at the school to play football. And um, I need a ride. And I was like, Well, well, just take my car. Like You have your license (laughs) now. And he was saying, Yeah, I guess I could do that. He said, But then you know what, all the other guys are going to want me to drive them home. He does feel a little nervous about having his friends in the car to drive them around. The thought of him driving with his friends makes mm. him a little bit nervous. So he was afraid to take the car because that's just kind of how things go, you know. You know, when someone else is driving, they'll usually, you know, drive the rest of the guys home or whatever. And so he wants to kind of wait to do mm-hmm. that. A little bit too. So, because he still just has his junior license where there are still some restrictions that you can't drive after a certain time and you can't drive with a certain number of people in the car. And so there still are some restrictions until he turns 17. And then once Mm -hmm. he turns 17, he'll have a full Yeah. So the way I'm looking at it is just he has his junior license until he turns 17, which is only a few months away. So Mm -hmm. I kind of figure he can use that time to, you know, drive to and from school or drive to and from, you know, places on his own. If he needs to go to the store or he wants to drop his sister off somewhere or just for himself to drive to a friend's house or something like that, but not to do things super socially that he would be in the position where he would feel like he needs to drive other people around Mm -hmm. just for the end, especially now, because it's during the winter months. And so Mm -hmm. let him just get used to being in the car, you know, on his own, or maybe with his sister in the car when I'm not in the car and just acclimate to, to doing that. And then when he turns 17, he just automatically will get upgraded to the full license. And at that point, if he feels comfortable driving his friends around, there won't be any you know, issue with that, he can do it. Mm-hmm. And, and then that's that, you know, so he just has the few months of like this transitional period, which is, I think what it's meant to be for. So that's kind of how we're looking at it. Plus, you know, he's driving my car and, you know, I don't, don't want anything to happen to my car. And I don't oh, know, no, my wow. are, you know, like, I just kind of want to keep it within the family for now. He's, he doesn't have his own car yet. When he has his own car, it could be a little bit different. So mm-hmm. that's kind of how we're looking at it. We're on the same page with it.
0: Yeah. Well, and that brings me to a car, <laughs> yeah. right? Like, yeah, I mean, exactly. Right. Cause I, I don't work from home. So I need my car. I'm not going to just divvy it out to my daughter, but yeah, that's, you know, the, the car. What do, what do they do? Someone once told me this, and it just seems to stick with me is that if you have more responsibility, like you actually save buy a car, you are going to make better choices, right? Because it's something you really put your hard work into, you earned it. So you're not going to just get in there drunk and drive it or treat it like crap, because you actually had to earn it, right? So right there's more value in it. So someone and that always sticks with me with what to do in the next phase. But yeah, tell me about what you
1: what your thoughts are. Yeah. So the way I grew up was there was no way I was getting a car. And that when I was in school, I wasn't even really allowed to work. My parents just wanted Mm -hmm. me to focus on school. They didn't actually Mm -hmm. want me to have a job, even they just wanted me to focus on school. So I didn't really have much of my own money, just maybe from summer jobs. And that was it. So certainly not enough to buy a car. And Mm -hmm. they didn't want me to have my own car. They they really weren't pushing it. They, they didn't want it. So it was just known that when I got my license, I was not going to have my own car. And I didn't mm-hmm. until I was living off campus as a junior in college. But there was never a chance that I was going to have a car when I was 16 or 17 years old. That was just not happening. And I think I've mm-hmm. just kind of carried that mentality with me that, you know, where is my Son going that he needs to have his own car. And it's it is an extra responsibility and expense and all of that and not just the car, but the insurance mm-hmm. and maintenance gas, you know, gas. All yeah. So mm-hmm. it is a big expense and a big responsibility, which at the end of the day, even if it's his, it's really because he's still a minor still would be my responsibility, I feel mm-hmm. like. And oh, so yeah. but having said that he has worked summers since he's 14. So he's worked three full summers already and he has saved his money to the point where he thought that he was going to be able to afford a decent used car at this time. Mm-hmm. And he probably could have, except that just in the last few months, the prices of used cars have skyrocketed and it's become oh, wow. prohibitive to him. The, the, the prices really just suddenly are like at a different level now. I don't think that's going to happen so soon. I'm also thinking, you know, he's got a year and a half left of high school and then he goes to college. And a lot of colleges don't allow kid, uh, freshmen to have cars on campus mm-hmm. even. And so then now he bought this car and he can't use it. And then what do we do with it? And, you know, so then those things kind of come into question. We've kind of just tabled it for now. And mm-hmm. because I do work from home and he can take my car during the day, it's not really that much of a necessity for him to have his own car. But yeah, there's so much I need to think about
0: and talk about because, I, you know, there's obviously the expense, right? There's the expense. How can they afford it? But I think there's also a whole nother aspect, which is that independence and freedom, right? And Mm -hmm. as much as I think those words are amazing for those children, right? (laughs) They scare the hell out of me. Right. All of a sudden uh, there's my kid. And yeah. very independent and freedom. So like, this car doesn't also represent just, you know, that finance piece. It also represents their ticket to have independence and not have to rely like, oh, I can't take you, so you're not gonna go. You know, like or I can't, you know, things like that. Like all of a sudden that that's gone. And then what yeah. they do in the car, right? Like that back seat when they're sitting and chatting back there and you're just driving them around. Mm-hmm. so much information comes out you know yes. That's such a learning time yeah. that's gone right so you're right missing, like, there's so much gone <laughs> you know. Right. <laughs> right I'm getting myself depressed as we speak but <laughs> but I think it, it, it's so much more so it, it's not only the car it's it's just the car is also that independence when it's at least still my car you know I still have that it's it's I have the control because it's my car I you know I guess I I guess I need control because it, then it's my car and
1: they I can choose to give it or not. Right. Right. Definitely. And if it, they have their own, you know, you're, you're never going to see them again. I mean, I'm pretty sure that when my son has his own car, I'm not going to see very much of him because he won't be relying on me to drive him mm-hmm. to and from because a lot of our time now is spent in the car, just driving him to the different places that he needs to go. And that's when we can have a conversation and connect, mm-hmm. and you know, that kind of thing. And once that's gone, I feel, yeah, I mean, I'm not going to see him very much. And that's that's you know partly okay, that is part of the yes, independence yes. and all of that. And I do mm-hmm. think it would be great for him to have some of that before he goes off to college, yes. But, um, yeah, but I would be perfectly okay with him having that only for you know maybe the summer before he goes to college or six months or something, not right, like a whole year and a half. Maybe I think it just comes, it just boils down to who your kid is, you know, you have yeah. to know who Mm -hmm. your child is, and how they are viewing the car. Just lots of things to
0: think about uh, with the driving. It's, you know, you go from being scared to death, right? Like in the passenger seat of the Mm -hmm. car as they pass that car on the side that's a little too close, (laughs) 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 right? (laughs) To being scared to death because now they can drive anywhere and at any time. And yeah, and just do
1: anything. Either, Either way, there's something to be worried about or, you know, to be thinking about.
0: After talking to you, it makes me realize that, you know, just because they get their license doesn't really mean they're ready to drive. Um, So getting her license does not necessarily mean that she's super ready to even, you know, be driving around, picking everybody up, doing all those things either. So that kind of makes me feel better actually Right. <laughs> after yeah. after what you're saying. Uh, and then, and that there should be even, because we don't have that transition time of a junior license, but I guess they kind of say it like don't drive people around but um for six months but um but that makes me feel better because you know taking that first six months to really get your feet wet and feel confident in being alone in the car
1: yes because there you you can't have experienced all of the different things that could happen to you on the road just Mm -hmm. because you've taken your road test and passed your license does not mean that you are really, you know, well-equipped in all the different scenarios. And, Mm -hmm. you know, where we live, we're in a suburb, but it's a little bit more of an urban suburb. And so there are parts of it where it really is more city-like, you know, where there's big buses and, you know, Mm -hmm. wider, you know, multi-lanes on the road and just, Mm -hmm. there's just more going on. And Mm -hmm. I do think that makes a difference also more scenarios that can happen that he has not experienced yet mm-hmm. and I don't want him to first experience those things with the car full of his friends you know or that kind of a thing um I think it's you know it's kind of all good and it's interesting to see how his own mindset about it shifted after he got his license he thought for sure yeah. once he got his license he was going to get a car he'd be driving by himself like uh-huh. and and I think just the idea of it is like such a big rite of passage and such an exciting mm-hmm. time and event that it's totally normal to think that way. But then once it happens, he was like, Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't need to drive everywhere by myself. I'm okay, you know. And it just had just a different feel to it once it actually happens and he passed his test. He didn't mm-hmm. really feel the way he thought he might. And I'm yeah, really glad about
0: that. Right. Like they might not actually feel emotionally ready for it, right? Mm -hmm. For that actual next phase of life. So that's, that's a whole side I never thought about. So be interesting to see when that happens. Well, Kendra, thank you so much for talking about driving with me. I I feel I feel a little bit better. Actually, I feel like I I feel like I'm going to get in the car tomorrow when I drive with her again, because we're trying to go every day. And I feel like I'm going to just be okay. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you just remember the word scoochie You
0: just scoochie a little to the left, or a little to the right, <laughs> and it's yeah. all good. And it's all good. Yeah, no, she's good at that now. She is no longer side swiping any cars that I'm worried about. It's more the merging that's scarier, but that is so, okay because yeah. I I can trust her just like you trust your sons. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Talking with Kendra really made me think more about my daughter who is learning to drive and starting out on her journey. And come join us on our Real Life Moms Facebook group where we can continue to talk about this topic of driving and just how we can navigate this new independence for our teenagers. And don't forget to follow Real Life Moms so you don't miss an episode.